Hello, gents. How are y'all? Hey, man, let's get weird for a second. Uh, <laughs> Strong start. So, so we uh, we cut out that part where you're talking and you introduce us, you know, Alex, Blake, Todd, whatever. Yeah. How do you feel about your name? Do you like your name? Just on the whole? Yeah. That is Dude, That's a deep question. How do you feel um, about it? Before I answer that, what about these new chairs? Chairs are nice, bro. Bro, The studio got an upgrade. Much better than before. Next thing you know, um, Rogan's going to be taking shots from us, man. <laughs> I feel like I got a lot more movement, which is good for me. A lot of nervous energy, so I can move back and forth. Yeah, a little swivel action. Yeah. If people only knew what, especially y'all, because I had a station. My chair was, it didn't swivel, but it had it had casters on it. You did I, have the best chair in here. I could move around Shocker. a little bit. Yeah. And y'all, <laughs> y'all had the... Uh, Y'all had the like straight stationary chairs. Oh yeah. yeah. If people only knew what we endured to bring like the first twenty episodes of Unclear. <laughs> so the reason I ask about the names is I'm not a fan of my name. Why? Todd. It just like Tide. You know, I just I feel like I should be <laughs> I've never heard anybody call you Tide. <laughs> Tide. I feel like I should be like dressed like Carlton Banks, just really, you know. Just not a cool guy at all. It doesn't. Yeah. It's not a strong name. My first name is much stronger, Marcus. Like that's that's, that's got better. some heat. Yeah, that's, that's a got lot some better. juice to it. For Todd. Sure. Sorry, mom. It's not a good name, but it's mine. So <laughs> Alex can go both ways. Yeah, Alex is okay. It's all right. I mean, there's a little like small part of me that I don't know. I could have gone by Xander. Yeah, or X. That would have yeah. been good. <laughs> <laughs> or my middle name, Craig. What about Blake? Craig. Blake. Uh, you're Allie V, though. Allie yeah. V. I get that from people now. By <laughs> really? Way. That's yeah. awesome, dude. Uh, I have a, a little bit of a track record for coming up with nicknames. There's a guy that I just randomly started calling Lunchbox in high school. Dude's like 37 years old, still goes by Lunchbox. That's a strong that's, nickname. That's unfortunate. <laughs> I, I like it. <laughs> I, uh, my name was going to be Blake, regardless of whether I was male or female. Uh, that's, I was going to bring that up. Like Both of y'all's names. Can be male or female. Yeah, there's not as there's not a lot of female Blakes, but there are. The only one I can think of is uh, Blake Lively. Yeah. yeah, the names on the cutting room floor for me were apparently Maximilian or Kareem. <laughs> Kareem, that that's that would have been awesome. I don't think my parents had decided on Blake really early on. So. My evidently, my mom, my dad's name's Mark, and when they were dating. She just randomly started calling him Marcus Todd, and yeah. then that was it. That's mm. my name. Okay. Do you know? A, do you know many other Todds? Yeah, I know. I know a few. Uh, I get into arguments with one of them, decent, you know, pretty good friend of mine, and I tell him all the time I'm the most corner Todd there is. Like he's he's garbage. You know. It feels like Todd should be short for something, like Toddle. <laughs> And that's another thing about my name. It's easy to do things like that. Yeah. Toddle, Toddstifer, Toddrick. Toddy Waddle. Yeah. Toddrick. Toddy Waddy. I think Toddrick's like a name I've seen before. Toddler. Like, just all over the place. Blake the Snake. See, I've never really thought about it. I don't like... Never thought about it. Nope. We're, uh... Yeah, we're not, um... I can't think of what I was going to say. Most people call me by my last name, so I don't think about my first name a lot. Yeah. Same. Yeah, we have fun last names to say. Yeah. All right. So today we uh, got, it's kind of interesting, something we were talking about doing for a while, best prank, 
best prank pulled on you or by you. And um, there's a handful of things that come to mind to me. I think I've got, I think I've got some pretty decent ones for both, actually. Okay. So what, what's your what's y'all's history with pranks? Uh, I'm not a big prank guy. I've done a lot of pranks, but it's always like real quick. There's no thought involved. Bing, bang, boom. Pranks All, done. Although I'm not gonna go out and try to prank a whole community with a Bigfoot costume. Yes. Yeah. You know? okay. I'm not. I'm not that kind of guy. Although you and I have one in the works at the moment. Yes. <laughs> you can't. You can't tell it. I'm not disclosing that. <laughs> I'm nervous. You're, it's, you're not involved. <laughs> I'm nervous already. <laughs> you're not involved. So, uh, yeah. Who wants to go first? Or we? What do y'all want to do? How do you want to do this? You want to do um, best one you ever pulled first? Well, I don't, I can't think of one where somebody got me really good. But what about I'm okay. putting that out there? Come and get me! Wow, bring it! Todd wants all Easy. the smoke. That's the case. <laughs> um, so you want to do you want to do best prank you ever pulled or best one you ever pulled on you first? Which one you want to do? What you got? All I have is ones I pulled. Really? Yeah. I've got like one that I was involved in pulling. One that we tried to pull that was a mitigated disaster, unmitigated disaster, and then I don't think anybody's ever got me. If they yeah. have, I've just blocked it out. Wow. Yeah. Y'all never had one pulled on you. I don't think so. I mean, so I've had maybe, like my house. Maybe I should start. Like maybe I mean, maybe I should start then because at least I have a couple. Yeah, I mean, I've, I'm sure I've had you know decent pranks done, but nothing that so I remember. How about this? I'll tell I'll tell the uh, the couple that that were pulled on me, and then uh, and then you guys can share something that y'all pulled, and I'll, I got a couple there too. All right. So is that cool? Yep. Works for me. All right. Do it. So. I have one prank that was pulled on me that was pretty epic. Um, one, I've had a lot of little things done to me, you know, just like what you guys would probably do in passing to somebody. Right. But um, probably the 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 best one, Not no, this is not the like really big one, but one that was done to me by a friend of mine was uh, Walker County. Do you remember on TV 55 out of Jasper, they used to have a show where you could call in and tell that you had things for sale? I do not remember that. Yeah, no, 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 no clue here. It was on Saturday morning. I'm aware morning. that TV 55 existed, or is it, is it still going? Yeah, yeah. So okay. it was on Saturday morning, and they had uh, this guy who would just field calls, and people could call in and say, you know, yeah, we got, you know, three beagles for sale, da-da-da-da-da, give out his phone number, or, you know, they, it could be anything from a mobile home to a car to a dog to – Old school Facebook marketplace. Shotguns, exactly what it was. And um, I had a guy, a guy one time call, a friend of mine called and said, uh, the guy answers, you know, I can't remember what the name of it was. I know somebody's screaming as they're listening to this what the name of it was, but it was like a shopper's hotline kind of mm-hmm. thing, you know. I know that was like a little classified still. But anyway, uh, so this guy calls and says, they answer the phones like, you know, you're live, whatever. And he says on TV, he says, uh, yeah, I got a uh, 12-foot John boat. It's in pretty good shape. Just needing it gone, getting that out of my yard as quick as possible. It's free to the first ever person that can come up here and get it. Uh, my number is, and he rattles off my cell phone number. Says, give me a call. He's like, all right. Somebody's getting a free John boat. Hangs up. Now, you, you advertise that on Saturday morning. You're blowing up, bro. At about 8.30, 9 o'clock on Saturday morning in Jasper, Alabama. And you don't think somebody's phone will ring off the hook for a week Solid. It was ridiculous. Anyway, 
just one after another. Calling about the John boat. Calling about the John boat. Anyway, that, that's that's not all that great, but it was it was you know he got a laugh out of it for sure. So here's an epic one that was pulled on me. This was by my mom. Okay, here we go. And this is loading up right here. So the, it involves my. All right, so I'm going to say I was seventh grade, and we had gotten in that stage where, like, we really wanted to roll yards, or you know, around Halloween every year. Yeah. And my mom and dad were not, especially my dad was never a fan of that. He was not a fan. Uh, my mom was not necessarily a fan, but, it, like, if we were going to do it, she kind of wanted to be, you know, like, <laughs> you know, let me make make sure y'all roll in somebody's yard that I know won't shoot you kind of thing. Right. So we, we uh, but they, <clears throat> so my myself, my brother, and a friend of ours who just happened to be the one that was there that night, his name's Michael, and we had decided we wanted to go roll yards, and this was right before Halloween. So looking back on it, they had been, um, my, my mom and his mom had been suggesting, well, why don't y'all do this? Why don't y'all do that? And we thought it was just the, they're trying to keep us safe. And what we didn't know is they had decided weeks beforehand, because we'd been talking about we are on roll yards on Halloween, they had decided weeks beforehand that they were going to break us from that once and for all. Uh-oh. <laughs> so they get together with – so my family who's in the, – the the house that we had settled on rolling is we were going to roll my cousin's house. My cousin was uh, a good bit – not a good bit. She was uh, eight, ten years older than me, and she, she, had, she was a newlywed. And her and her husband lived on this street that most of my family lived on in Sipsy. And so – we uh, we had settled on we were going to roll their house, and it was a small enough house that we were going to TP the entire house, like back and forth, just okay. just cover it up, and then the and then the trees and everything. So anyway, we settled on that, and um, what we didn't know was my mom, my you know, uh, my Michael's mom, and then also. They had pulled my aunt in on the deal that also lived on the street. My cousin who knew the house was going to get rolled, she, she knew it was going to be rolled. Her husband, my uncle, like th- there was a team of like seven or eight people that are out to get se- a, a few seventh and eighth graders. How, first off, how messed up is that? <laughs> out I mean, to get some junior high I kids. mean, they're going to they're gonna set us straight once and for all. So anyway – uh, my cousin's husband goes and borrows this, the ugliest, rusted, doo-doo brown conversion van you've ever seen. Like, it looked like, like when you see this, if you would have saw this van driving down the road, it just looked nefarious, just by itself, standing alone. So anyway, they get they get this van, and we go to roll their house on Halloween night, well, my mom said, well, we're going to stay here. Is that at my aunt's house. We'll stay right here. You guys run down the road. You roll the yard. You come back, and then we'll leave that way. Because if we drive down there, we might wake them up. That was what the, that was the line they gave us. So we go and we roll this yard. Well, first off, let me just say, we destroyed the house. Like, I mean, we rolled that thing. Like, I've never rolled a yard or a house that efficiently. I can since. tell by your smirk right now that it was good. It was He's good. He's proud of it. It was good. So here's what – so we're – we're on our way back. So the plan was 
they were going to kidnap us. Man. And drive us out somewhere and threaten us. And then they had this big plan. So here's what they did. <laughs> what they didn't plan on was <laughs> we were some chunky little guys, but we could run. <laughs> we could run, and we were more evasive than they planned on us being. So we, they're, they're expecting to come up on us while we're still rolling the house. But we got down there. We were very efficient. We were quick. <laughs> and, I mean, like I said, we hammered this house. So we're coming back down the road, and here comes this car coming so we're like oh we start playing it cool and we're just walking on the side of the road well this car comes up beside well as soon as this car stops this van this doo-doo brown van it slams the brakes on and my brother gone takes off like nobody i mean (laughs) tearing the pavement up he's gone headed back down to my aunt's house these guys they sling open the door of the van and hit my friend michael and knock him into the ditch with the with the van door and he's in the ditch, and all of a sudden, three guys pile out of this thing, and it's it's my uncle, my cousin's husband, and then another friend of theirs, and they're all wearing like coveralls and ski mask, and, and for like a eleven, twelve year old, it was terrifying. Well, he and they're all wearing, it, and he jumps out. And when he's my, the memory that is like etched in my brain is Michael laying in the ditch after he's been knocked into the ditch by the car door with his hands up saying, don't hurt me. Don't kill me. It's like every time when I watch stranger things, because that's like the time frame, like, you know, the late eighties or whatever. It's like, that's what I see is I see that replaying. But anyway, so they look at him and they go to grab him while he's like screaming. Well, he starts like crying to where I guess they felt bad and they let him go. So we don't know, but we think this is like legitimate. Something's going down. Well then, um, so I panic and I just start running back the other way, looking over my shoulder. Well, then they get in the, in the van and fly down there towards where I'm at. And then when they're coming, I just turn and take digging back off towards where Michael's at because he's done got up and started running to my aunt's house. So anyway, we're evasive. And we make it back to my aunt's house. And when we come running in, they're like, what's happened? And we're just like, my brother's already there and he's crying, but he can't even talk. He's crying so hard because <laughs> he thinks they just snagged my friend and my <laughs> brother. Him. Well, so this part, they just ad-libbed every bit of this. So we get down to the house and we're, we're kind of, you know, crying and whatever. We're telling them what's going on. Well, but, uh, and my mom and my aunt are like, what? Like, what? It, tell us what it looks like. Da, 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 you know. Anyway, and about that time, the van comes screeching in to my aunt's driveway, and we're like, "That's them! Call the police!" <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and uh, my my aunt says, "I'm gonna find out exactly what's going on." Like she's mad, and she walks out there. And when she walks out there, <laughs> they grab her, oh, throw yeah. her in the van, <laughs> slide. It's like the old I sliding door oh, conversion yeah. Slide it back, and then peel out of the driveway. And take off, and we're like, "Oh my gosh!" And we started freaking out. Like they they kidnapped her, and so anyway, that uh, they take off and they're gone for a few minutes. Well, we're like screaming. Well, then my mom looks at Michael's mom and says, "Go inside and call the police." And so we're thinking, she's calling the police. Well, she's just inside. Like she just walks inside, and I guess she's probably laughing her head off. So then, like we're we're looking at my mom like a few like, "What are we gonna do? What are we gonna do?" And then so. A few minutes later, the van comes back in, and she's like, I'm, get, I'm getting her or whatever. And my mom takes off running towards the van. They <laughs> open the van door, 
and grab her and throw her in and shut the door and take off. <laughs> and then at that point, my brother is collapsed on his knees in the driveway, up. Staring, at, <laughs> staring at the sky, screaming, they took my mom. I love it. Like, anyway, this is an elaborate deal. And so finally, after a few minutes, we go inside. We're crying to Michael's mom. She's acting like she's on the phone with the police. <laughs> and she's, you know, she's like, did y'all get the license plate? You know, and she's on, anyway, like she's talking to them and it's like, they've got somebody, they're coming, you know, all this. And then, uh, we're looking out the door and about the time the van pulls back up <laughs> and, uh, the door opens up and Michael was like, at the time he's a, you know, a- he's a average size, uh, you know, guy now, but when he was a kid, he was really, really small. And it was the funniest thing because, like, in his little squeaky voice, he yells. These guys, when they pull back in for the third time and open the door and a couple of them get out, he screams, let's get them. <laughs> <laughs> and him and my brother, my brother's in a rage. And they take off, and I'm like, well, I guess I'm going to. And Here so we go. I'm there. And so, man, when I say they jumped, they jumped the first one out of the van, and my brother comes up and just hook shots him, like, right in <laughs> I mean, anyway, until the guys, they start laughing, and they take their things off, and we realize who it is. And anyway, wow. That's but, pretty good. That's elaborate. It was. It was elaborate, but it, I tell you what, I didn't roll a yard for, like, at least a week. Uh, four, 20 years. Got one it, last week. It was three or four years, I'm, I, I'm telling you. But anyway, that's that's the best one ever pulled on me. Well, that's uh, good. that story reminded me of one. It's not, you know, that elaborate. But uh, so back when I was in high school and shortly after my house, my dad was, he sold furniture, was gone all the time. So my house was the house where all, the, all my friends hung out, right? Yeah. So this was, I think it was the year after we had graduated. My friend Eric had moved to Troy to go to school. Well, one night, it's like a Friday or Saturday night, me and a few guys are sitting around, and we start hearing these noises, man. It sounds like somebody's, like, throwing rocks at the house. You're like, on the porch. And this went on for, like, 30 minutes. Like, we'd open the door, nothing's there. Kept hearing these noises. So finally, I'm just like, what's going on? What? Somebody's out here, right? Go outside with a flashlight. I'm just looking around. Boom, under a tree, there is a man. On his belly, spread out, dressed in all black, black pantyhose over the face. <laughs> okay? It's Eric. He <laughs> he had drove back from Troy, didn't tell anybody, just to do that. I don't know how long he was going to keep it going. Yeah. But, I mean, he was laid out, dude. He was, he was committed. Because my driveway's like really long, like a quarter mile long. He had parked at the very end and walked yeah. so we wouldn't see him. That's pretty good. That somebody tried to do something similar to me. Uh, actually, it was Chris Huff that goes to church here. Yeah. So it was when Taylor lived next door to us in Gardendale. I'm not going to give my address out. <laughs> but, uh, he was going to just come and like tap on our window, and it was him and I think some other people too. Um, but they came and like tapped on our window. Well, Taylor saw them like lurking around our house in the dark, and Taylor went and got his gun. <laughs> so. I mean, it, it didn't really scare us much. Yeah, but they about caught a bad yeah. end. <laughs> so, so what did y'all? What's what's something that y'all done to somebody? I don't. I don't really have any great ones. Like I said, most of my pranks are just like real quick, bing, bang, boom. But there's one that I remember because I got in trouble for it when I was like early teens. Okay. 
So my sister is a couple of years older than me. She had recently, she's probably had a car for like two months, just, you know, freshly 16, early 90s Celica, okay? So I had watched The Exorcist for the first time. You ever seen that movie? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, you know the look Linda Blair has when she's possessed. I mean, crazy, like, blood coming out of her face, all that stuff. Well, I went on the internet, found a picture of just that face, printed it, probably spent $20 in ink in 2000, (laughs) you know. So I printed it off, and then I taped it, or I don't don't remember how I put it on there, but to where when she flipped the visor down, like to look in the mirror in the car, (laughs) she saw that. Dude, when she found it, I don't know what was going through her head, but she flipped out and like started crying, like had no idea who had done it. How could somebody get in her car? And I got, I got in pretty big trouble for it. That's so pretty good. I remember that one. Yeah. What you got? I think my best one, um, so right after high school, my first two years of college, I went to Bevel, uh, Bears for Life. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, but then when you go there, like I had my friends from high school that went there with us. And then you also make other friends that don't know your friends from high school. Yeah. It's basically the 13th grade with like you add a, uh, yeah, you add a few. Yeah. But bears add, for life. Add a few transfers. I, I ended up going to UAB after that. I'm still a bear more than I am a blazer. So, <laughs> uh, but I was hanging out with my friends from high school at that time. And one of them lived out in Sipsy and we ended up going to like some strip hit like late at night and we were just hanging out and somehow we got to just like riffing and making up some story about like this area being haunted. And there was a, an old dead coal miner named black lung that, <laughs> that haunted the area. And then probably true. we had like a, we had a good like black lung cough and everything. And like we were just, we made up some story. And then not too long after that, uh, one of my buddies was like, I think dating some girl that we didn't go to school with and she had friends or whatever. So we came up with, well, let's take them out there there's an old abandoned house in these strip pits. Yeah. Let's take them out there, kind of tell the story as we're walking around. And then we'll tell our other friends that we went to high school with to be out there in the house. And so we go out to like those strip pits one night and then we're walking through there and like texting them, telling them how close we are. And they're like howling way off in the distance and you can hear it faintly. And then, uh, we get over to the house and we're kind of walking around in there. I think there was like a, and a, like a mannequin head in there for some reason. Sounds and, about right. And then they just come out hacking and screaming and like terrified those people. So <laughs> that's my best. Yeah. I'm not like a big good. elaborate prank guy because it takes a lot of commitment. And, oh, it yeah. does. I'm, I'm more, I'm like Todd. I'm, I'm, I'm in and out. Well, I have one that is, uh, it happens once a year on February 24th. What's oh, that? yeah. You yeah. do. That's so, good. What's that? So that, that's February good. 24th, 2018. <laughs> this is solid. <laughs> this is a good one. And, uh, this guy, February 24th, 2018. My wife and I were going out with some friends, Tristan and Stevie Morgan. And I think the Joneses now. I don't think Tyler was there. Just Marie. Anyways, group of friends. We're going. Top Golf hadn't been open long at all. So we're going to go to Top Golf, right? No, we're not because we're not, not going to wait four and a half hours, right? Yeah. So we end up at Paramount. You yeah. Been there? Okay. Yeah. I've never been, but I know what you're talking about. Okay. So Paramount's like a bar and grill, like old school arcade games type of situation. And we uh, were sitting very small patio outdoor seating area, right? And we're, we get to looking around. I'm like, man, what's up with all these trucks? 
like there is just all up and down the street trucks and like uh, storage containers just a lot going on on the street so we asked the waitress what's happening she said oh uh john travolta's filming a movie just like a block away fred durst is directing it fred durst and tristan Huge, huge Limp Biscuit fan. <laughs> just, I'm talking about, like, yeah. that's probably his favorite band that, ever. You saying that just changed my entire opinion. <laughs> I'll let him decide if that's good or bad, but it changed my entire so, opinion. What was the name? The movie is uh, Trading Paint. Uh, no, that was, was it? it was the working title then was Moose and ended up being The Fanatic. Those sound like Limp Biscuit titles. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, what's the, didn't he, he filmed a Trading Paint in this yeah, area he did. too. All right. Yeah, but that, that, I don't think that was Fred. Directing it. Oh, yeah. I didn't, I didn't know. I didn't even know Fred Durst directed it. <laughs> so, anyways, just like the thought of being in the same, you know, area as Fred Durst. Breathing made, that same made, air. Made Tristan kind of giddy. I you mean, know? hair on his He's neck like, stands up. Dude, what, what if we see him? <laughs> what if we see him? Uh, you know, whatever. You going to go drop a lyric to him? Yeah. So, we're sitting there, and I see this dude walking down the sidewalk. He's coming right towards us in a... Uh, Got a red jacket on and a camouflage bucket hat. Got headphones around his neck. I said, dude, that's Fred Durst. That is Fred. And he goes, no, it's not him. I said, that's him. And slowly, when he got close, I said, oh, my God, it's him. That's him. He was too nervous to say anything. So on the way back, Fred's walking back the other way. Tristan still can't say anything. He's that starstruck. Stevie has to, like, step up and say, hey. I love this. Hey, my husband's a big fan. Let's uh, get a can we get a picture or whatever. So I take this blurry, blurry picture. It's pretty bad. Uh, yeah, of Tristan and Fred Durst. I don't know. Fred Durst is holding a bag of peanuts up, <laughs> like he's just that like his half smile with a bag of peanuts in his hand. And uh, so that happens. You know, one of the best days of Tristan's life ever. A couple of years later, for some reason, I thought about it. Okay, and I went on Instagram. Oh, he posted that picture on Instagram, and Fred Durst commented on it. So I went back to Instagram and found, like, the exact date. And that morning, February 24th, I think it was the, the two-year anniversary. This, this would have been 2020. I texted every person I knew that knows Tristan and said, hey, here's the deal. Second, second Fred anniversary on this date, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Just just send him a text and tell him happy for anniversary and we're proud of him and all this stuff. Yeah. So that's been going on. That's easily your best prank. <laughs> easily. I've participated in the last so, two for anniversaries. Hey, and uh, if you're listening and you want to get involved, just hit us up. And uh, I know. know Fred Durst is a big listener, right? Oh, yeah. yeah huge. How awesome would it be if Fred text Tristan and said happy, oh my gosh, happy Fred anniversary? And send him hey. another blurry picture of himself? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Coming up on five years, man. Got to do it big next that's, year. That's a good prank. <laughs> what, Every we, year we should. Uh, what is it? You know how the the uh, all the anniversaries you have like the silver and the gold and whatever. Yeah. When when he hits like the silver, is that five or ten? Anyway, I we know. should get, we should get him like a silver Fred Durst <laughs> like necklace or bracelet. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I've got I've got a I've got a couple. I mean, my most elaborate one. You know, we did an episode on it with the Bigfoot thing. Yeah. That's definitely the most elaborate prank that I ever did. Um, I have another one that I kind of had to sell out to. Uh, so when I was a teenager, uh, the church I was part of, we did a, um, we, we, there's a, I think maybe I've told one or both of you guys about this before, but we had a, um, a, a large collection of 
uh, bikers in the church, guys that rode motorcycles, and they would get together and ride, you know, periodically, especially in the spring when the summer, I mean, when the uh, weather's good and all that. But they, we had also an annual, like, church picnic type cookout type thing that, anyway, landed around that time of year when they like to ride their motorcycles. And so, I knew for weeks coming up that all of the bikers were going to be riding their motorcycles to the church picnic all together. And then I uh, I went on eBay and bought a, like, a sp- this was like $150, but I bought a scooter that had essentially like a weed eater motor on it and had plastic on it with flames and stuff on it. But it was like a fold-out, imagine like a Razor scooter, but with like a peg bicycle seat coming up out of the middle of it that you could sit on. But it had blinkers and everything. Anyway, but it sounded like a weed eater. Well, I, I put it in the back of my Jeep Cherokee, and uh, I waited until all the bikers all showed up. And basically what I was trying to do was take a shot at the fact that they were all going to ride up to the church picnic together like in a convoy. And yeah. I was basically just kind of wanting them to make them feel a little bit ridiculous but also get a laugh from everybody else. And so I had that, you know, flamed out little scooter in the back of my uh, back of my uh, Cherokee and I rode out to the edge of the property where we were having the thing and I waited on all of them to show up and pass me and I let them get in there and get settled for about five minutes when they're all getting off their bikes and taking their helmets off and all that and everybody's coming around and looking at all their bikes and oogling over and then I, here I come and I pulled right they're all parked in like a semicircle, and I pulled right in the middle of all of them and parked it and got off anyway that was kind of funny. Sold out for that. Um, <laughs> cost me 150 bucks, but it it was it was worth it. Um, I done a lot of like little stuff, like in in high school, we glued quarters to the floor and stuff like that. Probably one of the ones I'm most proud of, though, and Alex knows about this one, is I like I like pranks that poke at people's personalities. Like we had a coworker. That uh, he and I like did. the Fred anniversary, huh? Like yeah, Fred-aversary. like Fred anniversary. Yeah. Exactly. We had a coworker that um, that um, you know he's a he's a bright guy. Um, I mean, neither one of us worked with him any longer, but he he he's a bright guy, very and he's competitive guy too. And um, you know he he it, it, he's the kind of type of person that bothers him when he feels like somebody's way out in front of him on something, you know, yeah. it just kind of eats at him a little bit. And not to mention, you know, because, because he is bright he's and, and he realizes he's bright, but he also, um, he's competitive. And so it bothers him when somebody gets out in front of him on something. So anyway, we're, we're in the office, all three of us, uh, every day together. And there was a time in particular where he got interested in chess and was kind of talking about it. And I, and I kept just kind of dropping lines like, well, I'm pretty good at chess. And and I am pretty decent at it, but I kept kind of uh, throwing it out there like, you know, he's not going to challenge me. But, of course, he immediately challenges me. So we're in this office, and we're playing chess online against each other, like through this little, you know, website app or whatever. And um, so I played him once, and it lasted a really long time. Like, but I beat him. But I barely beat him. But I beat him, and it was like – when I got done, I was like, man, that was way bigger of investment than I wanted to make in this, like, time-wise. And so, he immediately, though, he's like, I want a rematch. And so, 
I guess I'm about to come clean, which I, he'll, I don't know if he'll ever hear this, but if he, I'll make sure he hears it. <laughs> I've told, I mean, he know you know this. Yeah. And so I, he, you're the only person I've ever told this to that. I, I hate that we're going to lose this bond between us. I know. This but don't, don't you think it's worth sharing? Yeah, I think so. Okay. So he immediately challenges me to a rematch and I'm like, nah, nah, you had your chance, whatever. And so I give him a hard time for a while, but then eventually I'm like, all right, well, let's play. So I came up with a plan that I pull up another website that has a you know chess game on it where you can play against other people or you can play just against the computer. And I put it on like the grandmaster expert level as hard as it can go. And I always set it up to where I'll move first because I, I find one that gives me the option to always choose which do I go first or the computer goes first. And I choose it to where I go first. And then when he and I are playing, I always let him go first. And when he goes, I'll mimic whatever move he does. Right. And then my response move to him will be whatever the genius computer does. Mm-hmm. So I start <laughs> I start just killing him. Like and I mean quickly. Like with it, no game lasts over five, ten minutes. I mean yeah. it's like fast and it's just one after another. And uh and then so I let that go on for like a week or so, and we play like two, three, four times a day, and I, and he never even comes close to beating me. And then so finally, I realize how bad it's bothering, so I start like doubling down on it, and I start like coaching him, like verbally coaching <laughs> him, and telling him stuff like, "Look, man, I don't know that. I think maybe one of your problems is I don't know that you're thinking too enough moves ahead, or sometimes I don't feel like you see the whole board." <laughs> but uh alex knows him well enough that kind of stuff it just it eats him alive so anyway he probably thinks about that every day uh that was <laughs> that was one of the ones i was most proud of and and in reality like i said i beat him once and if we'd have played five more times we would have probably split you know so anyway that's all i got yeah i don't have many pranks yeah hey, <sighs> I do. Well, I, I will put that challenge out there. Same. See if you can get me. Yeah, y'all come get us. Yeah, easy. Don't come get me. Get them. Get Blake. Get them. So, Todd, we Blake. need Blake. We, <laughs> <laughs> we need to make. Uh, go ahead and make the commitment though that if we pull this one off that we've gotten planned right now, oh, we're gonna have to talk about it. We'll come back on. All right. <laughs>